It was a day in February. Oh, will you listen to me? That's no way to begin a tale. Me sainted father would be ashamed to hear me start off like that. Let me begin again. This is a tale about Sarah. She was my favorite among all me boarders. I run a rooming house. Miss Sarah was a bright-eyed, tough-minded New York career gal. Always ready with a cheery word, she was a ray of sunshine in that gloomy winter. So it gave me a turn, and this is the real start of the story, when I knocked at her door and heard the poor mite sobbing her heart out. Oh, can't be done, darling. Be a good girl now and open up for Mrs. O'Malley. Oh, I didn't realize. I, I'm fine, truly. Are you now? Because, darling, your nose is like a red, red rose. Allergies. Something must be in bloom. <laughs> Praise be. Tis a February miracle. Artists Ensemble Theatre presents Mysterious Journey, Theatre for the Mind. Today's episode is a love story just in time for Valentine's Day. Springtime a la carte, adapted from O. Henry. Miss Sarah Bennett is an independent New Yorker thriving on the hustle and bustle of the city, but some days are harder than others. Now, darling, I've buried three husbands, so believe me when I say no man is worth those tears. You had three husbands? That I did. Well, one at a time, of course, nice and legal. Of course. What's wrong, dearie? I'm fine, really. Just about to type some menus for Schulenberg's. Saints preserve us. I'd forget me head if it wasn't attached. That's why I knocked. Here, darling. The delivery boy from Schulenberg's came by with your breakfast, and he brought tonight's menu. Oh, thank you. Would you like to come in? Maybe just for a minute, by way of keeping you company. Won't you be... Oh. Aye, there's only the one chair. No worries, dearie. I'll just perch here on the bed and we'll be real cozy. I do like to get acquainted with my new tenants, and you've not been with us long. Uh, tell me, Miss Bennett. Please call me Sarah. Sarah. Not that I'm one to poke my nose in, but where are you from? Yonkers. Just a little way north of New York. My folks are gone and... Never tell me you're all alone in the world. I am, but I'm fine. I'm ambitious. I don't aim to let New York lick me. That's the spirit. And you have your very own typewriter machine. Yes, I'm a freelance typist. Although I do hope to land an office job soon. <sighs> One of these days. An ambitious young thing like you belongs in a fine, fancy office. <gasps> Ooh, maybe you could work for the mayor. I'd settle for something steady. My shorthand is the problem. It's not good enough to get work as a stenog, but I am practicing. I've no doubt you'll be a great success. Well, it's been a little slow this winter. Whoever claimed the world was his oyster never had to pry that oyster open with a typewriter. Well, I'm not sure I follow about the oyster, darling. Never mind. I did have one steady client who claimed to be the next great American author. Fancy that. Famous? Unpublished. But he paid me to type up his short stories, essays, the manuscript of his novel, correcting his spelling and grammar as I worked. But a couple of months ago, he finally gave up and went back to work at his Paws shoe factory. So... Still, typing up them menus for the cafe next door is a fine bit of steady income for a working girl. It's a lifesaver, even if the payment is in meals instead of cash. Well, bartering services for food strikes me as a fine, savvy business arrangement. 
How did it come about? Shortly after I moved in, I stopped in for the 40-cent five-course special. The place was packed, but the bill of fare was written by hand, half in English, half in German, and all of it unreadable. I took the bill of fare home with me, and I came in the next day with a stack of neatly typed menu cards with all the items arranged under their proper headings, starting with the hors d'oeuvres and ending with, The management is not responsible for overcoats and umbrellas. <laughs> oh, very enterprising. Herr Schulenberg hired me on the spot. Now the delivery boy shows up with three squares a day for yours truly, along with a pencil draft of whatever Schulenberg has planned for his customers tonight. A fine plan. Now, darling, why don't you tell Mrs. O'Malley what has a promising young businesswoman such as yourself down in the dumps? Springtime. But, Sarah, darling, it's, it's February. I know, and the laundry on Mrs. Murphy's clothesline is frozen stiff. But in six weeks, it will be Easter, and I, I'm longing for springtime. Oh, is that what you're longing for? And here I thought it was a fella. No, no, that's silly. That's, I don't, there's no... <laughs> What's his name? Walter! <laughs> oh, darling, none of that now. Who was he? Some sly city slicker? No, he's a... A financier? One of them wicked Wall Street fellas? No, he's a... A fireman. Well, I can't say as I blame you there. No, a farmer. (laughs) However, did you meet a farmer in Manhattan? I didn't. It was last summer. I'd just gotten paid for the great American novel by the next great American author, unpublished. And for once, I was flush. I treated myself to a little holiday in the country... Even now, as I look out my window at the rear brick wall of the box factory on the next street, that's not what I see. No? No. I see a grassy lane, shaded with cherry trees and bordered by raspberry bushes, and everywhere I look there are wild roses. Yes, sir. A farmer's got to keep his eye on the future. In fact, I don't consider myself a farmer at all, Miss Bennett. You don't? I'm a modern agriculturalist. Oh, my. These days, a farmer's got to be a forward thinker. He's got to be able to figure what effect next year's wheat crop in Canada will have on potatoes planted on the dark of the moon. Goodness. Mind you, he's still got to be a hard worker. Of course. There's not a lazy bone in my body, you bet. So... Being a forward thinker and all, well, naturally, I've been thinking about my future. You have? Pa's getting on, and he'd like to start taking it easier. Only natural. He's going to settle 40 acres of land on me in my own name. Oh, that's wonderful. I've got big plans, Miss Bennett. I'm going to build me a house on that land. The funny thing is... Yes? When I think about my future, you know, and that house... Yes? I... I keep seeing you there. You do? Uh Uh-huh. I know you're a sophisticated city girl with a career. It's not that much of a... Just hear me out. Dear Miss Bennett. Call me Sarah. Dear Miss Sarah. Just Sarah. Sarah, darling, if you take a chance on me, I won't let you down. You promise? Promise. Think you can wait till, say, next spring? 
I'll have the house built by then and some money saved up, and if you... Yes. Yes? Yes. You'll marry me? That's what I was saying yes to. Yes. You won't be sorry. Just you wait. And until then, we can write. Oh, Sarah, I'll write you every week. Oh, I'll write too. You won't mind if I type my letters, will you? Not as long as they come regular. The time will fly past. You'll see. Oh, Walter. Never tell me he didn't write. No, he did. He wrote and I wrote. But it's been five weeks since his last letter and I'm a... I'm... Uh, uh, Afraid he's changed his mind? Found another? Forgotten you? All of those! (laughs) Stuff and nonsense, say I. You're just blue deviled after the long winter. Letters go astray all the time. Don't you give up on your farmer. Right. Soldier on me, girl. Aye, aye. Besides, I've always got my career... That's the spirit. I suppose I'd better get started on those menus. To be sure. I'll leave you to it then. Mind you eat that breakfast before it's gone stone cold, you hear? Yes, ma'am. All right, Bennett. Chin up. Fingers in the home position. 22 identical menu cards. One hour. Hour and a half at the most. And go. Remember, Bennett, you are an independent, tough-as-nails New Yorker who has no time to waste mooning like a lovesick fool over some hick named Walter. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Poor little thing. I could hear her plain as day, weeping and typing. And just to add to her woes, springtime had started to invade the menu. Lamb was replacing pork, the fryer was giving way to the broiler, and the pie list was bursting into bloom. Still, the blessed girl had a fierce work ethic, and she hung on like grim death, working and weeping her way through the courses until she got to the vegetables. Carrots and peas, asparagus on toast, tomatoes, corn, lima beans, red cabbage, and... Dandelion greens with hard-boiled egg. Dandelions? Oh, no! Now, I've no doubt you're a wee bit confused. So here is the story about dandelions and Walter and last summer. Take off your hat. What? Why? Just take it off. Very well, but if I get freckles on my nose, I... Oh, Walter. You deserve a crown made from real gold, but a dandelion crown is the best I can do. Leastways for right now. It's perfect. You're perfect. Well, that was where matters stood, and it fair wrung me heart. At one o'clock, the delivery boy came by with Sarah's lunch and took away her untouched breakfast, plus a fresh stack of typed dinner menus. And if a few of them bore the mark of tears, well, no one seemed to notice. That evening, about 7.30, the couple in 1C started quarreling. The feller in 3B, who fancies himself a musician, began tootling away on his blasted horn. And them blasted alley cats began to scrap in the backyard. 
All in all, a typical New York evening. Hold your horses. I'm coming as fast as these old bones will carry me. Well? Does a Miss Sarah Bennett live here? See here, young fella. Visiting hours are... Sarah! Hey, you can't just barge in. Sarah! Stop. Is your name Walter? Yes! She's in 2A. Sarah! Walter? They collided on the landing. Oh! Who embraced who first? I couldn't tell you. Oh, Walter, why didn't you write? I came to see you in person. The house is ready and I wanted to... I've been in New York for more than a week. I went to your old address. I couldn't afford that place any longer, so I... Moved, they told me, but they didn't have your new... I wrote you with my new... never got it. Oh, Sarah, I've been going crazy searching for you. How did you find me? I stopped for dinner at that restaurant next door. Schulenberg's? That's the place. And I was glancing down the menu when I got to the vegetables. Just past the red cabbage, I jumped up, toppled my chair, and started hollering for the owner. He sent me here. Just past cabbage? You mean dandelion greens with boiled egg? I'd know that crooked capital W your typewriter makes anywhere. But there's no W in dandelions. Sweetheart, look. And Sarah's young man pulled a menu from his pocket and pointed to a spot. Oh! (laughs) And they both laughed and kissed and laughed some more. And then they went to her room, which was strictly against the rules, but being sentimental, I turned a blind eye. And being human, I picked up the menu they'd dropped. There it was, right between red cabbage and stuffed green peppers, the menu item that had sent a farmer running for his sweetheart. Dearest Walter, with hard-boiled egg. Springtime a la carte was adapted from O. Henry and features Pat Staff as Mrs. O'Malley, Sarah Waddle as Sarah Bennett, and Ian Garthwaite as Walter. While stages around the world remain dark, Artists Ensemble Theatre is producing theatre for the mind. If you can, consider a donation to AET, or better yet, become a patron by pledging monthly. Learn more at artistsensemble.org. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>